What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your hump day, January 18th. How we doing out there? Everybody's doing good. So much to talk about. Well, not a ton, but hey, we got some candy today. That's for damn sure. What is going on, everybody? Make sure you guys smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you, uh, you know, hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing all this stuff. And, uh... Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. How's everybody doing out there? Who do we got? DC Patriot. Hey, how about, uh, how do you think Rebel Moon looks based off the new footage? We're going to be talking about that. Mr. Daniels. Let's see. And people say there's no worry about Guns DCU having a similar flavor to the, to the MCU. Yeah, he's worked with actors before, but get something original. I think we only like it when, uh, Directors we like use the same people over and over again. Uh, I'm just, that's my theory. Uh, alien sex love sounds, ah! Let's see, Dave, I want live action, uh, but if uh, money is an issue with Netflix for Snyderverse, I would gladly accept Snyderverse and anime. Just give me that, you know? It seems like more people are coming around with this whole, like, animation idea. It's almost like uh, I was okay with that or even a graphic novel, you know? Hmm going on Rodrigo <laughs> will it be will it be will it be why is that okay there we go there was like a little line right there Mr. Fear Jason what is happening sir hey I had to I had to you know you know talking about this main topic of what James Gunn said you know I just had to do it I just had to do it what's going on Tet all right good to see you. we got Mr. Nobody right here yes happy hump day we got Miss Cat right here was a good day for all of that. Stephanie T, good to see you. We got Mr. Eric Patterson. We got Eric right there. Yeah, we'll talk about some of that too. And, uh, you know, potential casting. Let's see, J.D. McRae, what is up? All right, we got Carrie here as well. Nate, let's uh, get all of us uh, to help Rebel Moon dominate Netflix on December 22nd. Let's hope that does happen. Let's hope that does happen. Um, Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Good to see you, Landon. We got Frank right here. I can get jiggy with uh, this. Uh, yeah, well, if you're talking about me, cool. Uh, let's see. I hope Rebel Moon gets a limited. I think it will. I don't. It's uh, How would they not? How would they not? It's crazy. No one complains when Nolan uses. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we're all. We, it's just a bias thing. It's all the bias thing where it's just like, uh, yeah. Zach does it too. Zach does it. Tarantino does it. I mean, they all, all directors will use actors that they've built relationships with. And that's one of the things I was going to be talking about too. Hello. <laughs> uh, why would we want animation, jackass? Uh-oh. Why would we want animation? But it's not up to you what you want. It's up to what Zach wants. And he likes animation a lot. And if, Something's going to happen. Guess what? He's he, and I keep on going back to this on the vodka stream. He did pitch graphic novel versions of continuing his story that he created. So anyways, so anyways, what's going on there? Yeah. Mark Keller. There you go. Remember the date. Remember the date. Yeah. Scorsese does it too. So, I mean, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Ah. Uh, 
Uh, again, see, we, okay, Nas, you're just being one of those guys that, uh, you know, nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. Yet there are people that do. There are people that do, but, you know, you know, it's just, just because you don't want it doesn't mean nobody else does. That's all. Just don't do that stuff. Okay? When it comes to fans, I hate it when people always go, nobody. It's like, well, I just, all I hear is like, remember uh, uh, Princess Vespa in, uh, in, uh, Spaceballs, nobody! Like, you know, when she's being a spoiled brat in the desert? That's exactly how you sound like. Just saying. Just saying. All right. We got Cortez right here. I would love to see Universe continue in animation, especially with the studio Zach's working with. Yes, there you go. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Ah, anyways. But uh, thank you guys again uh, for uh, tuning in as uh, per usual. Hopefully you guys had a good day, good couple of days. And again, like I said, go ahead, do the subscribe, do all that stuff as, uh, as I, uh, you know, continue on here. Let's see. Let's go ahead and turn that off. All right. Yeah, we're going to be talking about, of course, um, James Gunn and what he said. I mean, it was just like one of those things where it's like, okay, kind of suspected that. So we'll talk about that for a little bit. But I think like, I mean, but, you know, the Rebel Moon stuff. Finally, we got some candy. It's only a matter of time before that trailer is going to be coming out. So we got some Rebel Moon candy. Uh, we'll talk about Jeremy Renner and then something stupid, stupid that Paramount did. It was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'll be ranting about that. And then some, you know, a little disappointing news. But at the same time, you understand it when it comes to Mark Hamill possibly not uh, playing the Joker again. So, um, oh, there you go. Well, thank you, Mark Keller. Thank you, Mark Keller, for the uh, the $20 Super Chat. Every little bit helps. Thank you for supporting the channel. Really appreciate that. Love your show, Dave. Keep uh, cover everything. You just have uh, honest... And with uh, humor, yes, I try to keep it honest, trying to keep, try to keep it funny, and vodka. That's right, vodka's that vodka's key for that. So thank you, Mark, very much appreciate the uh, the support right there. You're awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. All right, let's get that at tweets, huh? Let's get that these tweets ready. All right, let's do it. Okay, so here we are. Uh, one of the first things I totally forgot that Kihu Kwan was in uh, Encino Man. Totally forgot that, that he was in this movie. So, yeah. I mean, I completely... It's been a while since I've seen Encino Man, but yeah. So you have, of course, Encino Man, and then, of course, this right here. It's just... It's great to see the love that these guys are uh, are, get, are receiving right now. It's pretty cool. This is pretty funny right here. He's coming, you know. Uh, oh, Mando, Mando. It's pretty cool. Landon, Landon showing off some pretty cool, uh, you know, some figurines, some or statues, I should say, for Batman Forever. Hey, let's face it, I don't care what anybody says about Batman Forever. These costumes pop, okay? Even with the nipples, I'm okay with the nipples. Obviously, this is the uh, the sonar suit, which you know, it's a you know, the sonar suit's pretty damn awesome. Uh, doesn't have nipples, but you know, I don't care. They still pop. They still pop very well. Very well. And according to uh, I don't know what, and who knows if they're actually real because they all lie about their viewer ratings, but hey, Last of Us. The Last of Us drew 4.7 million user viewers on Sunday night. So it seems like HBO Max has themselves hopefully a little bit of a hit. Everybody was talking about it. I, of course, talked about it and gave my review on the last show. So, but yeah, this uh, makes HBO's second biggest premiere after, of course, House of the Dragon. So, 
Well, this is just talking about just HBO, but HBO, they, of course, they take in all the, the all the different HBO apps because there's like, what, seven of them? My God. First look at Batman Hush, 12-inch scale statue right here. Look at that beast. Look at that beast. Look at that beast. I, I did... I, I do kind of like the fact that the bat the bat on his chest is black while, you know, the other color scheme is blue. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet, so I like it. And then this right here, man, I am going to be watching this. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 30th anniversary special that's going to be premiering on Netflix April 19th. So obviously you see two familiar faces. Well, I mean, I, uh, I mean, if Chris Wong Swenson is here, he'd give me more education when it comes to the Power Rangers universe because I stopped watching after the initial crew was done. But, uh, you know, obviously we got these two right here uh, that, from the original cast. And sadly, I don't think anybody else from the original cast is going to be there. Well, obviously, you know, may, uh, you know, the two that have passed away, rest in peace. And then something happened with what's his name. Yeah. We're not going to be happy to, but Amy Jo Johnson, I was kind of going, but she tweeted out that she just didn't accept the offer and things will be happening later on or something because she's really busy. She's the director. She's directed Superman and Lois episodes and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. It's like, Oh wow. I didn't know that was happening nice and then we got individual character posters for ant-man and the wasp quantum mania colorful psychedelic why not i do like this poster down here though i do like that poster so and uh michelle pfeiffer is still gorgeous just still gorgeous and then guess what, guys? I'm going to see Metallica in August. Yes. Ah, yay. Yay. You know, I was I was I was gonna probably just like, hey, you know, fork up the money, pay for tickets because I want because they're one of my all-time favorite bands. But I have such good luck, guys. I have such good luck at winning tickets on radio stations for Metallica. This is the third time. Third time I've won tickets. For Metallica on a radio station. I mean, obviously, this is spanning over many, many years. But, um, yeah, I just so happened the uh, the morning show that I listened to that's in L.A., they were finally giving just single night tickets for Metallica. And all I had to be was Caller 13. And somehow I was Caller 13. So I probably should have bought a lottery ticket after this. But, yes, I'm going to see Metallica in August, at the end of August. So I'm so happy. I don't have to, yeah, I don't have to pay hundreds, you know, to go. But, yeah, it's going to be a good show. Can't wait. It's going to be at SoFi, the SoFi, SoFi uh, Stadium that they just built out there. So, lucky number 13. I know, right? Jeez. I don't know how that happened, but, yeah, I was on the radio and everything, and I did my best uh, James Hetfield impression, which uh, Frank uh, of Heidi and Frank was like going, really? <laughs> like, yeah, I yelled it. I was so happy that I did a James Hetfield impression and said, hell yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you got to make an ass out of yourself when you're on the radio. And that's what I did. So anyways, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, better hope it's not raining, right? I know. Apparently, I thought I thought they had that whole situation uh Okay, but um, and then Paramount, uh, they're going to be doing an adaptation of uh, Tom Clancy's uh, novel Rainbow Six, which is kind of a sequel of the no, no Remorse or I forgot exactly what it was that Michael B. Jordan was a part of. But uh, they got Chad Stahowski, Stahowski, 
we know him obviously john wick stuff and he's done some things and he does he did a lot of of course stunt choreography and all that so and he's doing a lot of directing but yes they are going to be doing that john wick obviously the director of the john wick movies and doing all that and being a stuntman ex-stuntman so that'll be cool we know a lot of people enjoyed that game yes 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 yours and then speaking of James Gunn, yeah, he posted this right here. Apparently he's been, uh, you know, kind of looking through uh, Superman All-Star, or All-Star Superman, I should say. Uh, you know, just reading coffee, comic books. He wanted to put that out there. You know, I don't know if there's, if he's doing like a Zack Snyder thing of like any kind of indication of what, what's going to be shown in his new Superman movie. But yes, he did post this and post that. And, and just to have the book open, it's like, all right, are we going to see some of this here? I need to pick up this book. I haven't read it yet, so I need to pick up that. But, yeah, he posted that just to give a little tease to what he's been working on and just trying to be working on, yeah. And then why, what, what? Oh, good, good, good God. Good, good, good freaking God. She's done a... Do we, we don't need this. We don't need this. They're going to do a remake of Ghost. Ghost, why? Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, yeah, yeah, has revealed that he has the rights to the classic 1990 romance Ghost from Paramount and plans to remake it. Why? I, I like Channing Tatum. Fine, you know, he could be funny, and you know, I've enjoyed some of his movies. Um, but like, we don't, we don't need this. Um, I mean, I, I, I would not be surprised if he did make it into like a more of a comedy, probably, but. Uh, I don't know. I'm just like, eh, that's one of those movies that was like, you know, that was an iconic movie that came out back in the early 90s or 1990, I should say. And I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, what's going to happen? Are they going to do the pottery wheel, the iconic pottery wheel thing? So uh, I don't know. I'm just like, you eh, good God. But then again, maybe he'll put a put a unique spin on it. I'm always open to, like, a unique spin on something, but I just, initially, I'm like, why? Why? Don't need that. And then, uh, yesterday, it was, uh, happy birthday, happy birthday to Darth Vader himself and Mufasa as well. Um, James Earl Jones, that's right. 92, man, still kicking, still kicking. Guy's gonna live forever, tell you what. Then we got some Batman art from uh, Rudy A.O. right here. Some Battinson. Looks badass. Cool. Like that. And then we got a Batman uh, 131 cover right here. Artwork from uh, David Nakayama right here. Some more Batman art. And I like it. Always like the Batman art. And then, of course, we have uh, Aaron Bailey, who, uh, of course, was on the, the Vodka stream last Friday talking about his new project, his new um, his new motion comic, Night of the Batman. He has a new still right here from Night of the Batman. He's going to be doing it in a different kind of style, of course. Obviously, we had Project Justice League that was very much, you know, drawn. And this is going to be utilizing different kind of art right here. And so we got a shot right here. How do we know what's real or even who's not the enemy here? The toxin, it's playing with your mind. Fight it! So, we know that the main baddie in his story is going to be Scarecrow. Which, you could do a lot with that. Do a lot with that, yeah. So if you want to watch that, make sure you checked out the Vodka stream on Friday to get more details on this project, which should be uh, pretty damn awesome. Pretty damn awesome. 
And then Avatar, The Way of the Water, just keeps on swimming by, everybody. Becomes the sixth highest grossing film of all time. And uh, it passed Spider-Man No Way Home. So just keeps on going, man. James Cameron. People who doubted James Cameron, I tell you what. And then Mr. Draga. Axel, I don't know if he's out there, Draga, if you're out there. But, of course, he did uh, talk about this uh, on the Patreon stream. And we talked about this, uh, I think it was last week, on the on, on Film Junkie Live. He talked about he was working on a project where he wanted to design a poster that represented Zack Snyder in the vein, of course, like DCAU kind of style animation and uh, showed a couple of images that we did, and uh, the, here it is right here. So the art is great right here. So I don't know if Axel's out there. Uh, I don't think I see him right now, but good job. Very good job. I would gladly hang this up on my wall. Obviously, got Dr. Manhattan. We got Zeus. We got, you know, everything. Everything's here. And even Zack Snyder is there with his, uh, his vest and uh, looking sharp as well. So great job. Great job. Great job. Mr. Drago. I like it. I like it a lot. And then did you guys see this shit? <laughs> you guys see this? You guys see this? This is insane, okay? So I don't know how... I mean, this is when you just have money to spend right here. First off, I mean, look at this guy's living room right here or whatever. You know, it's like he's got a cool little setup when it comes to the couches. He's got a coffee table that is in the shape of a Walkman. Okay, so then he decided, okay, and then even over here, you have, like, old-school headphones right here, which is kind of interesting. I'd like to see this person's tour of their place, but this was uh, going viral, and he's got his makeshift, this is a a switch on his wall, and then look what it does, just in case you haven't seen it. Of course, I'm going to turn off the, uh, I'm going to turn off. I'm going to turn off the, uh, the the music right here. But yeah, Nintendo Batcave. Look at this thing. Like, who the hell comes up with something like this? And then, of course, you have to design it. You got all the Nintendos going on right here. This is insane. Old school. Everything. Look at everything popping out right here. What the hell? This is something Tony Stark would have. You just place your phone right there for a charger. Okay. You know? God, I'm just wondering how long did it take for all this to be installed? It's just absolutely insane. Like old school gamers were like, this is this is porn right here for old school gamers. You know? Look at that thing. That's just insane. Crazy. Must be CGI. I don't know if that's CGI. That'd be fra- that'd be funny if it was though. Would be very funny if it was. Uh, and then, you know, with all the Rebel Moon talk that was happening, let's not forget that David Fincher also has a movie coming out on Netflix called The Killer, starring Michael Fassbender and Tilda Swinton. We got a little bit of that, too. Of course, we'll go over that little reel that they released today. But, yeah, let's not forget that David Fincher also, you know, one of my favorite directors, one of my all-time favorite directors, also having a movie that's going to be released on Netflix. So, Gotta love that. Gotta love that. But yeah, it was all Rebel Moon. A lot of Rebel Moon. We got a shot right here of uh, uh, Carrie Mulligan and Bradley Cooper from uh, Bradley Cooper Directed Movie, which, of course, we all know he's a director now. Maestro. Maestro. So that'll be 
interesting to see that first trailer but uh but yeah we got all that and that and that and then not to mention yeah i mean i'm i'm kind of i'm over the scream franchise like i'm over the fast and furious franchise but you know i do have the curiosity of the fact that they are moving ghostface into new york city so pretty interesting but yeah so we're gonna get that trailer tomorrow i'm not gonna do a reaction don't think i will but yeah they're already teasing it right there it's interesting. So we've got some stills right here, of course, from Scream 6. We've got some returning people. And, of course, Jenna Ortega, who is everywhere. Everywhere. Hey, look at that, Courtney Cox. Is she going to bite the big one this time? Is she going to get killed this time? Huh? Is Gail going to get killed? Is Gail going to get killed? Yeah. So... There's some of that. And then, of course, all the good Rebel Moon stuff that we'll talk about uh, right here. The Penguin series is Oswald's Cobblepot's Scarfield, uh, Scarfield, Scarface moment. Jeez. Sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, Matt Reeves is talking about the Penguin series and saying it's Oswald Cobblepot's Scarface moment. Interesting. Interesting. So he's just going to go buck wild and try to take over Gotham. The moment where everyone's under underestimated him, he's going to reach for power in Gotham. So can't wait for that. Matt Reeves still talking about, still talking about, still talking about the Penguin series and what's going to be happening in his Batverse right there. And then, okay, so I didn't talk about the, the, the initial thing first when Hugh Jackman was asked a question about a certain something when it comes to physique. And, you know... Superhero physiques can get pretty, pretty crazy, but um, Hugh Jackman just uh, he has teased that he's going to be bigger than ever when it comes to getting in shape for Wolverine again, and it just kind of made me think about his like what was like last week or two weeks ago when he said that he's never touched any kind of uh, steroid or anything or any kind of uh, growth hormone or whatever the fuck, and you know it, this is this is this has been talked about. Especially recently, I think on Joe Rogan, you know, Rogan even talked about how it's like, hey, uh, he had like, uh, you know, this 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 kind of got brought about because I don't know if you guys are familiar with the liver king, but the liver king was one of those guys that said he was all natural and it's all about eating raw liver and raw this and the tenets of life or whatever the hell he called it. He was trying to give out a good message, but he kept on claiming that he was natural. And then it was revealed that, nope, he was taking a bunch of shit, like $10,000 worth of shit to get as jacked as he is. Now, when it comes to Hugh Jackman, I like Hugh Jackman, nothing nothing against him. But one of the things that's always brought about is like, OK, when 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 actors have to get into crazy bulked up like muscular shape and they gain like 15 to 20 pounds of muscle within like, I don't know, two months, you know, they're, they're, they're taking something. They're taking something to help. It doesn't, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. I mean, if I've listened to people, I've listened to podcasts about all this stuff. It's like, you know, and if you're going to do it in a shorter amount of time, guess what? You're going to do it. And then there's the whole thing about age. Hugh Jackman is, you know, what, 50? 
you know, your testosterone is lowered, you know, you have to take some stuff right there. And I just like, obviously when they, when, when actors like Dwayne Johnson and anybody else, uh, Chris Hemsworth, when it came to getting into, uh, to shape uh, for Thor Love and Thunder, which he got like the biggest he ever got. It's like, they're not going to mention that they are taking something, you know, taking something. And of course it's supervised. It's not anything like, you know, when it comes to bodybuilders and everything like that, I always find it funny that bodybuilding, you know, when they do like their whole thing and they're just flexing and they're trying to do bodybuilding, it's like, and they're supposed to be like a representation of like health and fitness, but there's nothing healthy about it because they're dehydrating themselves and they're taking shit to grow their muscles. Like that's uh, unnatural. It's always kind of funny. It's like, wow, that's, that's supposed to be the, the, the peak of all that. Okay. Interesting. But I'm just kind of saying like, so I kind of made the joke. He's 54. It's like, he's going to be He's going to be taking something. He's going to have to take... If he's going to get bigger than he's ever been, guess what? He's going to be taking something to help that, okay? Does he need to? No. I don't think he needs to. Does he really need to? I'm just kind of going like... I like... I mean, when the shape that he was in in Logan was... I think that was perfectly natural. He still had a good phys- physique, but it wasn't like, you know, Days of Future Past... I mean, the the scene in Days of Future Past when he's shirtless or basically naked, he gets out of bed naked and then he has the jeans on and he takes on those guys. That was the most, like, probably ripped that you ever saw Hugh Jackman. But you realize that they schedule those, we talked about this, they schedule those shirtless scenes where it's like they're completely dehydrated and all that stuff. But I'm just kind of going like, ah, you just talked about not taking anything. I think you're going to be taking some stuff. Probably has in the past, but the thing is, they all do. They all do. That's the thing. And it's just one of those things where it's like, why not just talk about, yeah, you got to take some certain things to to get all, you know, huge like that. It's like, yeah, I mean, superhero physiques, man, they're very hard to achieve. Very hard to achieve. Well, you know, but anyways. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Zach is 56. Yeah, I know. But see, Zach's like good and lean. He's lean. If you're talking about getting big and bulky, that's a whole different story. Not as easy to do. You know, you could stay pretty lean and pretty trim, you know, when it comes to all that. But to try to bulk up at 54, whoo, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be rough. I thought this was pretty cool right here. Paul Hardy Harding right here. Doing some Ferris and Cameron. I thought that was pretty sweet. I like that. I like that. All right. And then uh, apparently there was a movie that, you know, it's going to be on Netflix that's coming out in fall of 2023. It's uh, Johan Rent's um, Spaceman starring Adam Sandler, Paul Dano, and Carrie Mulligan. Releases in fall. The film follows an astronaut who is sent to the edge of the galaxy and only has a creature from the beginning of time to talk to. That intrigues me. And I guess Paul Dano is the voice of that creature? Maybe? I don't know. Or maybe Carrie Mulligan is. I don't know. But sounds like an interesting story, you know? I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so continue on. Of course, we'll be talking about that. Happy 15th anniversary to Cloverfield. Of course, this is what uh, we got introduced to Matt Reeves. Such a cool freaking concept. So awesome. And then somebody sent me uh, sent me this. Um, sent me in a, um, sent me this. And then of course, Ben also 
but yeah, um, we got the kicks right here, the Reebok Shack Attack kicks right here that of course are Superman. And you guys know I got sent these to me from Reebok, which I'm still trying to figure out how I can do a giveaway. I do have a couple of pairs of these that I can, I'm trying to figure out exactly how I can give away those. And as you can see right here, here's a picture. Uh, you've seen them before. Uh, I didn't do a good job focusing on the picture because they're, you know, the, the shoe is blurry and my background is clear. So I didn't do a good job of focusing, but still, there is that. And you Patreons, you saw the rest of those. I posted on my Patreon the rest of that, uh, uh, those shoes and everything. So, yeah, like I got to figure that out. I got to figure out how we're, you know, how I could do something with that. Because they were just like, hey, we're going to send you a bunch of stuff because you're a DC dude. And I'm like, all right, bring it, please, please. And then uh, Antoine Fuqua is going to be directing a Michael Jackson biopic for Lionsgate. That'll be interesting. See what that entails. And, you know, they've tried to do similar stuff like that, but, you know, it's going to be interesting. And then uh, we got uh, Bruce Wayne's garage right here, of course, from The Batman. It's pretty cool. Rolls Royce right there. Yeah. All right. So I'm not. This is interesting. Because somebody posted this video right here, okay? Okay, and then according to Update Gaga Brazil, they are thinking that this is actually Arkham Asylum from Joker 2. I don't know. What do you guys think? Wish I can tell y'all this film set. So they posted this, and it's like, hmm. Is it Arkham? Is it? Possibly? Hmm. It's starting to film, right? It's already starting to film, so who knows what that is. What are we thinking here? I'm thinking it could be. I'm thinking it could be. Could be that. Could be that, because that's obviously going to be the main focus in this sequel. Hmm. Looks good. Looks good. All right. And then continue, continue, continue. And then that. There's that. More uh, Bruce Tim tribute right here from Phil... Tro, Phil Tro Art right here. Phil Tro Art. So, it's true. It's true, Mr. Daniels. It is very, very true. And then Megan 2.0 will rise on January 17th, 2025. That's right. Uh, the Megan movie, if you guys saw my first reaction, I enjoyed it. It was cheese. It was ridiculous, but... It was a good time, and uh, yeah, they definitely do. If you've seen the movie, I won't spoil it, but they do leave it open for a tri uh, for a, a sequel, and sure enough, they are making that sequel because the movie has made like five times its budget, and uh, so they're going to be releasing Megan 2.0 in 2025, January 7th, and the first film's writer and stars will return, of course. It's going to be interesting. And then, man, can, can we come, come on, Disney, Disney, come on. We need this to happen. We need this to happen, please. Please let this happen. I'm not sure who made this art, and I apologize. I think they have their water their their watermark like right down there, but I can't read it because it's pretty faint. But uh, this is what we want. We want the tales of short round. Come on, Mr. Kwan is. He's just the happiest person on earth. 
He's enjoying this ride that he's taking right now with everything everywhere all at once. And hey, let's let's make this happen. I want to see this happen. Let's 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 have and I'm sure that there's been discussions about this, but I really, 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 really want this to happen. And I want Harrison Ford if he doesn't die in the, the next one. I just I have a feeling that he might show up in the next Indiana Jones. I just have a feeling that they might squeeze him in there. But Disney Plus, if you're gonna continue with any Indiana Jones lore, this is perfect. This is perfect, and Mr. Kwan has even said that he would gladly return, so please, please. Emma Stone reportedly has been cast in Edgar Wright's next film, The Chain. The film follows a mother whose child is kidnapped, which forces her to kidnap another child to have hers released and continue the chain. That sounds intriguing as well. Edgar Wright, one of my all-time favorite directors, Emma Stone, had a crush on her forever, so let's do this. Let's do this. More awesome Batman art right here from Pasquale Fiara. That's badass. That is badass. Cavill! Oh, <laughs> Cavill. Oh, as much oh, we just want to see you with Superman again. We do, we do. I'm not sure exactly... Uh, he took a selfie with some fan. It's a recent photo. And, uh, you know, we um, we love the guy. And he's going to be in a Netflix movie, too. So don't, you know, remember that he's going to be in one as well, being a spy with an interesting haircut. But, yeah, there's Henry right there. Recent Henry. And then look at this. Well, uh, hey, you know, when it comes to China, that's right. They don't like to have some of these movies if it doesn't follow their standards, like certain things. Everybody shits on America, but yeah, guess what? We could, uh, but China, just like, uh, they're a little bit more, uh, I don't know why. I always bust in the freaking Trump impression, but Shazam Fear of the Gods apparently is going to be released in China, and they have like a little spot for China that they actually had for everything. So look at that. Yeah, Fury of the Gods will release in China. Uh, now it is confirmed that in Taiwan it will arrive March 16th, and they celebrate it with the spot for uh, the Chinese New Year. So good on that. So they're going to get a China release because, I mean, it's, it, it sucks because it's a big market. It's a big market, but yet, obviously, when it comes to China and the uh, the overlords over there, they they have strict things when it comes to movies being released. And it sucks. It's weird because, you know, the people of China, the actual citizens of China would would love to have some entertainment. But yet they have to only see stuff that their government allows them to see, which is never good. Never good. But, you know, there you go. So China, China. And then uh, look at this interesting uh i mean i love it when i when when this stuff uh comes about because i had no idea about this movie but maya hawk on the set of a romantic comedy called revolver co-starring ethan hawk her dad who plays well, yeah who plays her father no shit um the follow the film follows a zealous beatles fan maya hawk who gets stuck on the same plane as george harrison and devises a plan to lose her virginity and uh, yeah, look at look at look at that. She's got she's got you know a cane to help her walk, two canes. So she has a medical issue. So that's gonna be interesting. Uh, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Sounds like an interesting movie, and I like it. I like it. Revolver. Looking forward to it. 
And then uh, look at this. Original Napoleon Dynamite star shares his dark pitch for a sequel. That's right. He, well, I don't know if it's dark enough, but hey, look at this. You got these three right here. You got Uncle Rico. You got Napoleon. And then, of course, Pedro right here. The three actors together. And he, uh, Josh Heater, who plays Napoleon, expressed optimism at the prospect of a sequel nearly, nearly 20 years after the original. His pitch is Napoleon today would be would be he's entered the worst workforce. He's got responsibility. He's paying for maybe one or two alimonies, child support for one of them. Whoa. So Napoleon is divorced twice, paying for alimony and then and then has a kid with one of them. That would be interesting. So there's your pitch right there from Napoleon himself. I think it's just, yeah, the time has passed. Do we really need another Napoleon Dynamite? It was like a, that was a movie that came out that was made for a very little budget, made a bunch of money. I'm surprised they didn't jump on another uh, sequel. Uh, sequel, but uh, yeah. There you go. How do you feel like about that pitch? I mean, what else is Josh Heater doing nowadays? Well, um, just because he's not making movies like crazy doesn't mean he's not doing anything, <laughs> Mr. Daniels. Sometimes you just walk away from the, you know, I actually saw him on a podcast. He's actually doing very well. He's doing very well. Yeah, especially after that stuff. So, but he gave that pitch at least. Oh, let's go ahead and do that. All right. So, <sighs> idiot. Lucky. I know. I think they just had lightning in a bottle right there. If they do a sequel, it's just not gonna. It's not gonna work that well. It's not gonna. I, don't, I just don't see it working as well as it should. You know. I just don't know if it'll actually work. Sometimes you wait too long. Like the Zoolander sequel was dog shit. The Anchorman sequel wasn't bad. I thought after that that many years. But yeah, you just wait so long. The Dumb and Dumber sequel that was dog shit. It was just nice to see Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels back together. But yeah, it's like sometimes you just got to be like, all right, we're done. Uh, so, you know, anyways. All right, let's go ahead and talk about the main topic here, which is uh, James Gunn. Uh, and obviously, you know, we're always talking about the DC stuff and we're going to be finding out what's going to be happening with this new DC universe and uh, what they're going to be announcing probably very soon. I'm guessing either at the end of this week or the beginning of next week. Who knows when it's going to happen, but they are getting prepared to uh, to basically um, release at least the first little wave of this 10-year plan. And uh, in a recent interview with... Uh, oh, crap. Why are you doing that? What the heck did I... Okay, sorry. I had some tabs open that I was like, wait, I must have clicked something. But anyways, all right. So here we go. Okay, so here's uh, from Empire Magazine. It says, James Gunn thinks his Guardians cast could join him at DC. And that's the title right there. And he basically said, I will work with all those people individually again. Individually. Interesting. So that's a key word right there. But um, yeah. He said right here, he describes the final stretch as my job, and then blah, blah, blah. And then uh, he basically states the fact that uh, the cast are like my family. I cannot tell you how close I am to Chris Pratt, to uh, Palm, uh, Clementif, Taif, if I'm saying her name right, Dave Batista, and Zoe Saldana, and Karen Gillan. 
but I also know I will work again with all those people individually. Again. A lot of agains right there. Probably at my other job. There's the key right there. Probably at my other job. Which is a big job that he has. Trying to do something with a DC universe right there. So now I ask you guys, if you were to think about who would they be? I mean, again, obviously there was a lot of people that were uh, that are, that are going to hate this. Obviously, that's why when I quote tweeted, I went, "Oh boy, people are going to hate that." But you know, this is not nothing new. Every director, you know, director, like I said, I went over it. Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese, Christopher Nolan, Zack Snyder. You know, directors will, if they have a special relationship with actors, guess what? They're going to cast them again, 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 and again. It's not a new thing. But, of course, if you hate that director, you're going to be like, oh, God, why? Why? You know, you're going to do that. And uh, so... I was kind of thinking about it, and I was like, all right, when it comes to at least, like, the you know, the actors that he uh, named right here, when it came to Chris Pratt, I mean, obviously, I'm, you know, with a thumbnail, and I know Jose po- uh, pointed that out, that the, the thumbnail is cursed. Yeah, sure. I'm not thinking that Chris Pratt's going to be Superman. I just thought it would be a funny thumbnail to put his face on Superman because they cast Pr- Chris Pratt in everything. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, especially when it comes to voice acting, obviously, he's going to be Mario and Garfield. Like, why can't we get somebody else for Garfield if he's going to do Mario or I don't know. Nothing against Chris Pratt. I've heard nothing but anytime that I hear people podcast, they always say that he's the nicest guy, funny, and he's just whatever. There's, you don't hear uh, bad things from co-stars or anybody who's worked with Chris Pratt. Of course, they try to cancel him nonstop because, well, you know, he has... You know, he's very religious and there's been things when it comes to that and they think like, oh, he's part of that evil side of the political spectrum. So we must cancel him. But it never happens because nobody can ever say like that who's actually been in his presence. Say he's a good guy. But of course, you know, nowadays, if he's not on my side, he's evil. That's the way it is. But when I was thinking about Chris Pratt, I mean, obviously I was thinking about like, okay, I don't obviously see him as a Batman, a Superman or anything like that, but would not be surprised to see him as a Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner. How about that? Green Lantern could see him as that maybe, but I could see him as a booster gold. And I think Eric, you said that earlier. I see him. I could see him as a booster gold as well. Maybe. Or he could just be some kind of side character. Who knows? You know, there's so many, you know, different ones. I don't know what um, what you guys are thinking out there when it comes to that. But uh, and then, of course, when I was thinking about Miss Palm, Miss Palm was at Palm Clementife, Clementife, whatever. Um, she's actually she actually did play a character in the Suicide Squad. I'm not sh- quite sure who her character was. She was in that bar that they attend. But then I was like, all right, well, who would she play? I don't know. Like maybe a Lady Shiva, something like that. She could be a badass, that person, you know. And then naturally, obviously, when it comes to Dave Bautista, (laughs) you're saying Chris Pratt for Bane? Imagine they got Pratt as reboot Rick Flagg. I don't know if that's going to be happening. But yeah. Uh, Yeah, so, uh, you know, when it comes to um, 
When it comes to Batista, obviously we all think Bane, and we all know that he was trying to get Bane. So it just kind of makes you wonder. Now that James Gunn, now that James Gunn is now in charge of DC, do they do something with Bane? And is it going to be Batista? That is pretty interesting too. Like I'm kind of wondering, does Batista still want to try to do that? That's what I. That's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm wondering. I don't know. I can't see. Uh, I can't see Chris Pratt as Jimmy Olsen. He's a little too old for that. They need somebody really young. You know, Jimmy Olsen's always been like uh, young, 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 young. And Gun, I, I ever uh, Pratt. I don't see that. So, Zoe Saldana. Saldana. I couldn't figure out where we could place her. So you guys tell me, where do you think Zoe Saldana can play? Because when it comes to Karen Gillan, I just said, hey, let's keep it redhead. Lois Lane. I could see her as a Lois Lane, you know, in the new Superman. I could see that. I could see her playing a Lois Lane. Let's keep the ginger girls, huh? Let's keep that. Let's keep the redheads going, all right? I could see uh, Karen Gillan as that. So I don't know what you guys think. Hmm? Chris Pratt, Lois Lane. Nice. Hawkeye? Uh, Hawk girl? Okay, yeah, there you go. Hawk girl, yeah. Zoe can be Lana. Hmm, okay. Yeah, she'd be perfect as Hawk girl. Okay. Yeah, Starfire. Okay, okay. Is Marvel taking over DC now? No, they're not taking over DC now. We're just kind of just, we're just having fun here, Sandy. It's okay. We could do this. It's fine. We don't have to take this too seriously. Um, yeah, but we're just kind of like, you know, if, if, if one of these, if these people were to come over to this, then, and you know, nothing against these actors. Okay. They're not subscribing to either side either. You got to realize that it's like, you know, just because they were over here doesn't mean they can't play other things. They're actors. Chris Pratt would be an interesting guy. Gardner. There you go. Yeah. The guy that played polka dot man should play Mr. Miracle. Big Berta. Hmm. Big Berta for <laughs> Chris Pratt could be in, yeah, yeah. Fan casting, yeah. That's all we're doing. We're just fan casting. That's all. Yeah. Everybody wants Dave Batista Bane, which, of course, yeah, it's just, like, obvious right here. Uh, another role than Savant? Hmm. Yeah. Why would Pratt be Gardner? He doesn't even have a green thumb. Yeah. Well, you know. What about Michael Rooker? Michael Rooker was part of the Suicide Squad already. Remember? Vixen, yeah, thought about that too, but I was like, huh, but then I didn't think about Hawk Girl. I didn't think about Hawk Girl. I was like, yeah, for Zoe Saldana, yeah, could see that. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, other than that, I think, I think, like I said, Karen Gillan would be a good Lois Lane, I think. I definitely think that. Chris Pratt, who knows? But who knows if that they're even going to end up showing up right here, but yeah. Bane is Latino. I'm sick of all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> why i know hey it probably won't happen but you never know he was going for it he was going for it jose gillen could either be wonder i don't know about wonder woman or batgirl nah i think she could be a good lois lane to be honest con diesel as alfred <laughs> right pratt can play himself and superman saves him yeah you could be doing something like that Ooh, chris pratt orion interesting harold yeah i dig it i dig that not too shabby uh, Lois would be cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just immediately I thought I was like, let's keep the redheads going, huh? 
You know, I thought I, Batista, I forgot exactly what his full on uh, ethnicity is. Bo- uh, Bradley Cooper as Booster Gold. Yeah, he could probably pull it off. I always thought that uh, John Krasinski would be a good Booster Gold, to be honest. I thought John Krasinski would be an excellent Booster Gold. He even looks like him. Like if you were to see somebody needs to do a fan art with uh, with him doing that. So, Yeah. We need Alan Rich Richson to the level up and play a DC. Yeah, I you know somebody actually said he would have been a good Shazam, which I agree with. But uh, yeah, Alan Richson. I mean, the guy's a freaking beast of a dude. So I don't know what he what they could we could put him in. You know, if they're gonna keep Levi, I don't know. But anyway, so that was fun. Yeah, Jade Tom Holland is Bane. That's funny. Yeah, you guys are silly. Green Lantern, a.k.a. Ryan Gosling. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. He's Filipino. There you go. Uh, Gwen Paltrow as Mama Kent. Not too shabby. I mean, you know, they might even... Yeah, maybe maybe James Gunn will make Chris Pratt Jonathan Kent. Just age him up a little bit. Or age... I don't know. Make him younger. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's banned. Uh, but there you go. You know, it's just fun to do a little fan casting, you know, and then especially when you have these actors, and that's why I wanted to do this, to interact. Oh, stop it with the Tom Holland stuff. James Gunn, brother as Superman. Sean, Sean Gunn? Yeah, that wouldn't go over well. Charlie Hunnam, Green Lantern, will it be? Well, wrong green. Wrong green, but hey, I like where your head's at. Charlie Hunnam needs to be a superhero, right? They He does. But yeah, speaking of that, Rebel Moon, Rebel Moon, guys, we finally got some Rebel Moonness. Ah, thank freaking God, man. We got Rebel Moon. Thank Zack Snyder. Thank Zack Snyder. And uh, yeah, he uh, he's happy about this because look at this. First off, oh, oh, oh Sophia, Sophia Batella as Cora. Cora, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Look at that. Rebel Moon, December 22nd. Sophia Batella is Cora, the reluctant hero from a peaceful colony who is about to find she's her people's last hope. Like it. Like it a lot. Save the dates. December 22nd. See, we were wondering... And I didn't include it in my most anticipated because I wasn't sure if it was actually going to be coming out this year. But yes, it would definitely be in my most anticipated, like probably like top five or whatever, you know. So, and uh, so now let's go over some of this footage right here. We could turn that down a little bit. It's loud. So we got obviously footage for 2023, which is funny because why do they show movies that are already released? I don't know, but hey, it's fine. But then there, I guess they're just kind of talking about like stuff that happened last year, which the Adam Project really enjoyed and Glass Onion enjoyed somewhat as well. Hey, speaking of that, Red Notice coming out. Is that what it's called or whatever the hell heck it's called? We got Kevin Hart. All right, let's get to it, get to it, get to it. Oh, the damsel. Oh, there it is. Ah, Mr. Hansu right there. Oh, slow motion. This is Rebel Moon. Oh, that's right. We got some good slow motion action that's been happening. Look at that. Wow. Oh, do it. Keep showing that stuff. So good. 
But yeah, we got some Sophia right there too. Sophia. Oh, whoop, whoop, go back further. There we go. Sophia throwing what a hatchet or something. Looking good. Extraction two happening. Them people, which uh, I wasn't too impressed by the trailer, I will say. I wish I was more excited for that movie, but you know, wasn't really feeling it. I don't know. And then we got, of course, they're showing all this stuff. That's just, yeah. I never saw the first one of this, the the mystery. I never saw that. I should I should watch that. Mark Strong's in there. And extraction. They show all this. They show all this. Yep, yep, yep. Obviously, there's a bunch. Pain Hustlers, uh-huh, which has Chris Evans. We got that. The Killer, like I said, looking forward to this one. David Fincher, can't wait. But let's get to that beautiful bean footage, the fam- a family affair. Oh, boy, Zac Efron making out with Nicole Kidman. Whoa, getting busy. Animation. All right, get to it, get to it, come on. We got animation. Okay, leave this world. This looks cool, kind of apocalyptic. Julia Roberts, why not? And then there it is. Okay, then we got the more Rebel Moon footage. Look at that. Look at that. Ah, looks so good. Looks so good. Looks so good. Yeah. Ah, badass. Badass. Oh, badass. Just so badass. All right, let's kind of look at this a little bit. Well, let's look at this gorgeous shot right here. It just, ah. Ah. And then you got Mr. Hanso right here. Just good. Ah. Slow motion. Just a little tease. I'm half chubbed. I'm half chubbed, guys. Look at this. All right, we got some gun action right here. So we got him yelling. We got the love that's happening right here. Some kissing action, of course. And we got Sophia just firing off a gun right here, which is cool. You can kind of tell, too, that the slow motion takes over a little bit. Ooh. See how it kind of slow, slow, it just gets a little slow motion-y? I love that. And then we got, okay, so I'm guessing that, I don't know, this is not, obviously it's not Ray Fisher, but I'm wondering if Ray Fisher is maybe a part of, like, this scene right here, I'm guessing. Maybe. Because we've got some people wielding some hatchets and axes right here. And, of course, we know his name is Blood Axe. And then we got Mr. Hunnam. Okay. Okay. I will ask Zach this when he comes on the vodka stream and we talk about this. I'm like, dude, Charlie Hunnam, will it be that you put him in a hood like this that looks almost green-esque? Did you do this on purpose? Huh? Because obviously we know that Charlie Hunnam is fan cast as Mr. Oliver Queen like crazy. And he, you know, that one guy that spammed his Vero saying, Charlie Hunnam, will it be? Charlie Hunnam, will it be? It's almost funny that the fact that we see Charlie Hunnam in a hood that with the lighting, I mean, who knows if exact, but it almost, it's a green hood almost looking like so. But yeah, it's just kind of funny. I'm like, I will ask Zach that. Yes, you know I will. I will be like, come on, dude, did you do that on purpose? But again, as he pulls out the gun, as he pulls out the gun, you could see that that slow motion kick in. Yeah, there's like a little, you know. So ah, and then of course we got this beautiful shot right here. Explosion, 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 war happening. So good stuff. And then there's uh, Reese Witherspoon uh, naked in bed. Ah. So good. 
So good. I wish we saw more planets. Well, we haven't seen the entire trailer yet, Axel. So hopefully when we do, it'll be good. It'll be good. Um, we'll see more of that stuff. So, but yeah, finally, guys, finally, you know. And even Netflix are to dumb. They were like, uh, they released the, you know, everything you need to know about Rebel Moon. Obviously, you know, it says Zack Snyder is heading to a Rebel Moon and taking us along for the ride. In the Bombastic Atour's new space fantasy epic, a small colony on the outskirts of the galaxy is targeted by an insidious empire. They won't be facing down the forces of darkness on their own. However, a team of intrepid warriors will soon come to their aid and help turn the tide against the interplanetary interlopers. Inspired by Akara Kurosawa's iconic Seven Samurai, Rebel Moon is a bald, uh, is a, ba a ballad of galactic resistance in the way Zack Snyder could perform it, read on, and then, of course, you know, talking about it. We already know plenty. We just finally have a release date, and then hopefully we'll get that new trailer. So, oh. Just absolutely, oh boy. Right? Anyways. Oh, I didn't have that on. Oh, well. So how are we excited? Are we excited? Are we excited for this? Of course we're excited for this, yes. Can't wait. Cannot wait. So, But again, like I said, you know, like I've been saying, you know, it's make that thing trend, make that thing trend. You know, I hate it when I could see, you know, these other hashtags that get trended like crazy because a lot of these guys will just spam and just continue with like those hashtags like crazy, those hashtags, those hashtags. Can you please make the rebel moon one trend? That's all I ask. Just make the rebel moon hashtag trend. If you are truly a Zack Snyder fan, please. I'm not saying you don't have to not, Tweet out your other hashtags, whichever how many you have. Please just tr trend Rebel Moon. Zack Snyder fans, right? Let's do that. Mr. Renner. So let's get an update on him. Well, a quick update, which uh, he posted in response to, of course, his series that he is a star of, Mayor of Kingstown. And this is what uh, he had to say right here. All right. So they tweeted this out and he said outside. OK, so he said outside my brain fog in recovery. I was very excited to watch episode, uh, well, two, 201, which uh, with it, with my family at home. So he is, in fact, home. Jeremy Renner is home. He's good. It's great. Fantastic. We love that. But what do you do in Paramount? Okay, this is this is this is where I get a little ranty because I'm like, why why are we why 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 are we so sensitive when it comes to these things? I think Jeremy Renner just is happy to be home, happy to be alive, happy to be with his family. I don't think he cared that the poster for his show that he stars in that they wiped out his face wounds that he had. Did you guys see this? They removed it because of that. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. So this poster right here, he had scratches and some blood that were on his face. And they were like, no, we better remove it because he got in the accident and blah, blah, blah. It's like, stop, please. Why? Why are you doing that? Don't do that. Stop doing that. 
okay? Just like, what, didn't, didn't I hear that Madden, after the Damar Hamlin thing, that they're going to stop doing the, um, you know, because there was like a celebration that happened for players where they did the CPR thing, and now they're going to remove that because that might be uh, insensitive. But do you think like the actual people care about that? Stop! Stop! Why, why do these companies make these decisions? Because they're so worried about getting backlash and having people come after them. The social media mob. Oh my God. Oh my God. That they, oh, we got to, it's insensitive. Oh my God. So insensitive. Stop it. Stop it. Tell these people to F off, man. Just stop. Who cares? He's starring in a, in a show where he gets beat up. And he's also a superhero that gets beat up a lot. What? Is Marvel going to remove all the, all the scrapes and scratches from his face from previous Avengers movies? What? No. They're not going to do that. Stop it. Renner's just happy to be alive, happy to be home, happy to be with his family. I don't think he cared that he had facial scratches and blood on his face on a poster of something that he's worked on. Ugh. Just gets so ugh. Uh, it just gets so annoying. It just gets so freaking annoying. Just just don't worry about the backlash. And if there is backlash for something this stupid, tell them to shut the fuck up. Who cares? Be like, hey, no. You know? Who cares? That's the bad part. This stuff keeps on happening because they give into this shit and then they they overcorrect and they go, okay, we're, we 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 gotta we gotta we gotta fix this before we have the backlash. Get out of here, please. Ugh. Annoying as hell. Very annoying. <sighs> All right. Now, ah, uh, uh, sad, sad, but I get it. And Mark Hamill, and I appreciate him saying this right here. I appreciate him talking about this. But it looks like Mark Hamill will most likely not voice the Joker again. I mean, things could change. But he basically has expressed the fact that he will likely not voice the Joker once again. And uh, he had a little... Um, interview a little quote right here that says uh or a little quote that i'm just reading reading this from screen rant i won't share the screen because i don't think i need to but it says hamill doubts whether he'll ever take up the joker mantle again without Con uh, conroy there to trade lines with them it was heading that way anyway and he says they would call and say they want you to do the joker and my only question was is kevin batman oh <laughs> If they said yes, I would say, I'm in. We were like partners. We were like Laurel and Hardy. Without Kevin there, there doesn't seem to be a Batman for me. <laughs> that just hits you right in the heart. Pulls on the heartstrings. And it makes sense. Because Batman and Joker, Joker and Batman. It's the way it is. There's a connection there. And when you have two actors that have been doing it for so long and doing the voice acting for so long, and they both had very much iconic voices, when one of them's not there, hard to, you know, not think about that when you just hear one. You need the other. Peanut butter and jelly. You know? So... So if anybody is wondering what was going to be happening with any more Mark Hamill voiceover, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. But, you know, at the same time, I respect this as much as it, you know, hurts the heart that we might not hear any new 
Mark Hamill Joker laughing and just that voice that just sounds like, you know, which I do a poor impression of. And I do it a lot on Batman the Fanimated Stream. Just ask Scott. He probably gets annoyed about it. But hey, watch that if you want to, you know, do that and hear all the praise. But anyways, yeah, it makes sense. So I get it. I get it. I get it. And again, may uh, Mr. Conroy, may he rest in peace. He will always be the voice of Batman that I hear when I read a Batman comic book. And Mark Hamill will always be the Joker voice that I hear when I read Joker's lines in a comic book. So, Okay. What's going on, Andre? How you doing? All right. Let's go ahead and see. Let's do the questions here. Huh? All right. Anything over on YouTube? Anybody say anything over on YouTube? <laughs> the, the thumbnail is ridiculous. I mean, I just found, I, I went and found the, the Superman thing with the face cut out, and I was like, all right. And then I <laughs> I just, I'm looking at the, the thumbnail that I made with Chris Pratt as Superman face. <laughs> it looks so stupid. Uh, let's see. All right. So Hobo Deluxe 960 over on YouTube says, hear the one about Momoa playing Ben Grimm in FF? Nah, I don't think that's going to be happening. Fantastic Four, Jason Momoa? No, I think a giant freaking robot put that out there, and they just come up with bullshit all the time, so don't even think about that. Uh, Ninja Gamer 13 says, Why are you so opposed to the idea of Matt Reeves' Batverse being incorporated into the newly rebooted shared DC movie universe? I'm a, I'm opposed. I'll send them up. I'm the one that's saying that it might happen. <laughs> I always love it when people are like, hey, why, why this? I'm like, do you watch my streams? Do you hear, hear my voice when I say things? Because I've said a couple of times that, ah, there's a chance that Battenson might be incorporated into this new DC universe. So Ninja Gamer 13, start paying attention. It honestly seems like the best case scenario f to me if we can't keep, yeah. He's basically saying, I'm not opposed. Haven't I said that? <laughs> I have said that. He put, he put a big, huge paragraph, but, but it's just kind of funny. He wrote the big, huge paragraph, Ninja Gamer. But I have said this already because I've heard things too that it might, that even though like, you know, the whole debunking when it came to James Gunn, and Matt Reeves, that it still might be on the table. They don't want it. We don't want it. But they might not have the money to have two Batman right now. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. It's just, uh, it's just funny. Like, what? Huh? All right. Let's get over to uh, the Twitter, the Twitter, the Twitter, the Twitter, the Twitter, making sure there's uh, nothing bad. Well, you're going to see some nipples, apparently. You're going to see some nipples, just saying. You've been warned you're going to see some nipples on the Twitter um, questions here. Ah. All right, we got Lane right here. No question, Dave. Just here to show some love, keep delivering the good content, and most of all, hail Zack Snyder's Green Arrow, right? <laughs> oh, I, where's the fan art? Somebody needs to make the fan art. We need some fan art. Put his head with the hood with a bow and arrow. Charlie Hunnam will it be? Charlie Hunnam will it be? Tet! Chris Pratt is not my fave, but 
He could be Alan Scott, the bisexual Green Lantern, if he really wanted to squash the homophobia rumors. But then he would get backlash because he's not bisexual. You got to realize where we're tet. Like, like when it comes to the society we are right now, actors have to be exactly who they are in real life, sadly. So Chris Pratt couldn't do that because then there would be huge backlash because we know that he's not bisexual. So they're going to hire a bisexual to actually be Alan Scott. That would be bad. See, there you go. There's your nipples right there. Shirtless uh, shirtless Chris Pratt. Remember when uh, the more bratty Marvel fans goaded about Lawrence Fishburne jumping ship and going from DC to Marvel? Yeah, a lot of us don't even remember Lawrence Fishburne being in Ant-Man and the Wasp because the Ant-Man and the Wasp was not really a good movie at all. Well, now they get a dose of their own medicine, don't they? Eh, I mean, I think the biggest thing was like, you know, yeah. But it was just funny because I don't even remember what character Lawrence Fishburne played. <laughs> Devon Wooter, Dave, James Gunn, if he is using the cast from Guardians of the Galaxy, what characters do you expect he is going uh, to pick for their, his choice of Chris Pratt? Be playing Booster Gold, Dave Batista Bane, and what's your favorite? The Dark Knight trilogy scenes for me is Batman versus Bane. There you go. Yep, already talked about that. Hey, Dave, this is from Ryan. I like uh, Gunn's work. I could not care less who he hires, and I get he wants a Gunverse versus a continuation of the Snyderverse. It sucks balls that Cavill is not returning. That said, why are people so eerily defensive when you say anything detrimental against Gunn? I know. It's all very wishy-washy, you know. It is. It just is. It's the way things are. Who are you humping? Um, I don't know. Nobody at the moment. Well, I'm verbally humping the audience right now. <clears throat> Joe Bridges, any idea what happened to the anime series connected to Army of the Dead? Thought it would be out by now. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I don't know. Um, hopefully, we'll get some news about that. But I know, you know, Zach is just all about Rebel Moon right now. And what about the sequel? Any idea when we're getting the sequel to Army of the Dead? I don't have any idea at all. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Mr. Nobody, if Gunn brings uh, Guardians characters, how likely is it that Dave, not, no, not you, Batista will pay, play Bane? Oh, jeez. Trying to say I can't play Bane? What? I work out? What? Not big enough? I can't? Come on. Now yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, most likely. Also, what Marvel characters would you like to see in DC? Eh, I don't really want to do that right now. Andrew Casali, Mark was right. These two were great pair and it will never be the same again. I understand why. Yes, I, you know, I get it too. As, as much as it saddens me, but yeah, that picture right there. I mean, these two were just... Like I said, insufferable, man. Or uns uh, what do they call that? I don't know. But yeah, they are just, they were great. They're a great pairing. You know, it was uh, chocolate and peanut butter, I would say. Just came together and just made something absolutely delicious and just awesome right there. So, yeah. <sighs> Good stuff. Good stuff. But, anyways, guys, well, it's Wednesday. Obviously, 
no uh, no film junkie live tomorrow i do plan on seeing a movie i think i'm gonna see that missing movie you know just another cool little january movie that's the third version out of i saw searching i don't know if i saw the second one i don't think i saw the second one maybe i did i don't know I saw Searching, and this one's called Missing, which is a different story that's all based on, you know, the concept is just utilizing, like, internet and all that stuff. So I'm going to see that tomorrow. So look forward to my first reaction to that. But, yeah, I mean, um, again, I mean, I think the biggest thing that I just want to express is the fact that, please, Snyder fans... The ones that are doing all the hashtagging and nonstop hashtagging. I see you. I see in my mentions you put these hashtags on things that have nothing to do with those hashtags. You do that, okay? Just Rebel Moon. Hashtag Rebel Moon. That's it. When Rebel Moon stuff comes out or just if you randomly want to do it, hashtag Rebel Moon. Simple. Simple. You're hashtagging all day and night. Just fit in Rebel Moon, okay? Because, and then I'll, I'll bring this logic into it. If you actually want Netflix to buy, to purchase the licensing for Zack Snyder's Snyderverse, DC Snyderverse, you might want to show some love to the Netflix movie that he's currently making right now. Just saying. If it's going to help the campaign, you better be blasting that Rebel Moon hashtag. Or even maybe if you want to come up with some more hashtags that have to do with Rebel Moon, do it. Please. But let's focus on that, especially when the trailer comes out. Make that shit trend, okay? And I know you guys, I know you guys in the, uh, the audience right now, like you guys, everybody, you guys are will blast it off. But I'm just talking about the guys that are just spend all this time just blasting these new hashtags. And then, like I said, you know, as much yeah, I, I and you know, I, I've said it that you know the whole selling the Snyderverse to Netflix. I don't think that's a way to go. I'm not gonna really. I'm not gonna take part of that campaign. But I'm just asking that if you're true Zack Snyder fans, just blast it off. And if you want to help that campaign. You better hype up the movie that he's currently making with Netflix. Just kind of makes sense. Just part of it. When there's we get little nuggets like this, we get something, we get anything. Blast it off. Make that shit trend. That's all I say. That's all I say. Now I'm sure you did, Lane. I'm not saying it's not you. It's just some of these other guys. Some of these other people that, like I said, I'll like tweet something out and I'll get a response with like three different hashtags that have nothing to do with what I, what I tweeted, out, tweeted out. So I'm just talking about those, those, just Rebel Moon. Explode it. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's just do that. That's all. That's all I ask. All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Members, we'll do a members-only stream after this, as we do every Wednesday. So if you want to be a part of that, hit the uh, join button, become a member. If you wanted to uh, take part of that, pick my brain a little bit. And uh, like I said, members, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Look for it in your YouTube feed. Everybody else, make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Make sure you uh, hit that notification bell so you know when we're doing this. 
And, uh, yes, like I said, no Film Junkie Live tomorrow, but I'll see you guys, of course, on the Vodka Stream at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as we always do. And we'll have some fun with all that. And, uh, yeah, members, I'll see you in a little bit. Everybody else, I'll talk to you later. Bye.